0: that's fine with me just pay me the money you owe me job was not done to my satisfaction oh i got news for you lady no job will ever be done to your satisfaction well that's quite enough now just get out hey no problem just pay me the 600 bucks you owe me and i'm gone hi this is marty mcfly and you're listening to hydrate level four boy oh boy mom you sure know how to
1: hydrate a good podcast Welcome to Hydrate Level 4, a podcast where we take a nostalgic look at movies from different generational perspectives. And I'm your host, Peter, an 80s baby. And joining me is a 70s baby, Margo D. from the Book vs. Movie podcast. How are you doing, Margo?
0: Hey, I'm fine. How are you, Peter?
1: Doing really good. I just want to say, get this out of the way here, I'm a huge fan.
0: Oh, thank you. Yeah,
1: I've been listening to your guys' show ever since I found your episode on The Help.
0: Oh, wow. You do go back.
1: I do go back a little bit, yeah. So I uh, I just thought it was a great concept. And uh, actually, you know, wh- why don't you tell the listeners about your show if they uh, have not yet checked it out?
0: Oh, thank you so much for giving that opportunity. So hi, everyone. I'm Margot D. I'm two, of, one half of the Margos, excuse me. It's Two co-hosts, we're both named Margo, Margo P and I, Margo D. She's on the West Coast, I'm on the East Coast. And basically, we talk about movies that are adapted from books. We read the book, then we watch the movie, we take a ton of notes because we're research geeks. And then we talk about what we like, what we don't like, what works, what doesn't work. And we give a lot of spoilers and uh, you can find us at facebook.com forward slash book versus movie. That's the best place to interact with us. You can follow us on Twitter at book versus movie. Just spell it out. And we have an old timey website, book versus movie.com.
1: Yeah. So I will include all of that in the show notes for the listeners. So that way it's easier to access uh, for the regular listeners of this show who are familiar with my co-host on original remake, Michael Denniston, uh, also host of War Machine versus War Horse. He was recently on your show.
0: Yes, he was. We talked about Stephen King's 11 63 and we did the penultimate episode, which means not the last episode, but the next to the last episode. So, And he hadn't even seen the ending yet, by the way, when I talked to him last week. But it was a fun series. It was on Hulu, starring James Franco.
1: Yeah, based on the uh, Stephen King book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I I know very little about it, but I know that the book gets a lot of praise. And And yes. uh, when... Uh, it was being adapted into the television show. A lot of people were very excited. So I'm I'm behind on everything, but I you know will be looking forward to checking that out when somebody lets me borrow their Hulu password. Kind of like <laughs> kind of like how you guys discussed on that episode of uh, your younger siblings trying to uh, yes. <laughs> borrow borrow your passwords.
0: Oh, all the time! It's ridiculous.
1: Yeah. yeah, you know what? I wonder if any of you know, my siblings have Hulu. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to do a little research here.
0: <laughs> it's not expensive, by the way. That's what I tell my siblings. Like, it's really that much of an investment. Just yeah. You Make your own account. (laughs)
1: Gosh. See, for me, I mean, I got the Netflix and, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, you podcast. So, you know, we got our hosting fees and all that. So, yeah, I can't can't have it all. I can't have it all. (laughs) So you're joining me today to talk about the 1987 romantic comedy, Overboard. Um, It is directed by Gary Marshall and Mm -hmm. it stars Goldie Hawn, Kurt Russell, uh, Roddy McDowell, Edward Herman, Catherine Hellman. And uh, what is the uh, Billy's name? I It's Michael Haggerty. That's it. Yes. Yeah. So and I think I'll leave it as that. Uh, and before we get more into the movie, it was released December of 1987. So I want to talk a little bit about uh, some of the number one songs that came out at that time. So. Since it uh, since it came out in December, I'm not going to go into like early 90 or I'm sorry, early 88 or anything like that. But the number one song at the time is Faith by George Michael.
0: Oh, I remember that. Yeah.
1: You got to have faith.
0: Thank um, you. Yeah. I was working at the mall at that time. Were As you a, a George Michael fan? I, oh yeah, absolutely! That album was amazing, and I remember I worked at the mall that Christmas, and we had a Christmas party, you know, at somebody's house. Everybody worked at the store at the mall, and almost everybody got a CD or a cassette tape of that George Michael because it was like huge when it came out.
1: Is that around the same time where uh, he released like Father Figure? Is that same album?
0: I think that's the that same album and um, Freedom. Freedom. Ah. No, no Freedom. Yeah, yeah. Freedom is I think is on that too.
1: A lot of songs that start with F. Yes. Faith, Freedom, and Father Figure. Look there at was a
0: Father Figure, and there was another Freedom song, but that was with Wham. Okay. I don't want your freedom. Ah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I know that one. I know that one. <laughs> I heard yeah.
0: that at um, Trader Joe's the other day, and it freaked me out because it was like 8 in the morning, and that song is very loud. Yeah. <laughs> and 80s.
1: <laughs> now, that uh, Wham song, is that the same album as um, Careless Whispers? Must be. Must be. Yeah. So I'm familiar with those songs.
0: Okay.
1: The number one song that preceded it, Heaven is a Place on Earth.
0: Belinda Carlisle. Yeah. I saw her in Coney Island a few years ago. She looks great. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: surprisingly, that song was only number one for a week. Uh, Faith was three weeks. Well, at least uh, the last three weeks of December. Okay. Yeah. So very interesting. Okay, so some of the movies that came out around this time, Princess Bride also came out in 87. Mm -hmm. And I I believe you guys reviewed those? uh, Yes. The book and the movie?
0: Yep, yep. We love them both. They're both perfect.
1: Are you familiar with Like Father, Like Son?
0: Is that the one with, yes, it's a body switching movie, right? Yeah,
1: it's kind of like Vice Versa.
0: Vice Versa is much better. I think so, too. I love body switching movies. I I really love body switching movies, but that's not the good one. The good one was vice versa.
1: Are you? Uh, do you like Kirk Cameron? No. No. Okay. So there you go. That that even helps. <laughs> that, that helps. Okay. I
0: like Evolution.
1: Yeah. Um. How about? I'm. Um, gosh. I'm looking just like within like a three month period, and a lot of these other titles are not ringing a bell for me. Cry, go for it. Cry Freedom. Uh, freedom. No. No, I think that has Denzel, if I'm not mistaking,
0: uh, yeah. mistaken.
1: Yeah, less than South zero. South Africa.
0: Oh, of course, less than zero. You don't less than zero.
1: The name did, rings a bell.
0: We did a. We, that's one of our episodes, less than zero. That was a very popular novel, and then the it was about drugs and bisexuality and all these rich kids that are um, disaffected youth in L.A. Okay. In the in the mid '80s, and then the movie is not that good, but it has Robert Downey Jr. Um, it has James Spader. Okay, ha- that's why I've heard of it. Jamie Gertz, yeah, it's 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 hard movie. Margot and I did an episode on that. It's a hard movie to rent. You can't really rent it anywhere because the music, the soundtrack, is incredible. But I don't think they have the rights to it anymore. Yeah. But it, yeah, but if you want to check out our our episode, book versus movie, look for less than zero. We talk about that movie.
1: There it is, and also Running Man with Arnold.
0: Yes, I'm going to be doing that on our podcast. So we do mini episodes based on Stephen King adaptations. So if you or any podcasters out there want to talk about Running Man, let me know. <laughs>
1: there it is. Yeah. And uh, I just wanted to add that um, James Spader and Robert Downey Jr. See, the the only reason I know about this title, Lesson Zero, is because uh, I recently did an episode on Tough Turf, which also stars. the Oh, Dude, uh, I
0: love Tough Turf. Thanks oh, yeah. Richards. Wow. Yes. You, that,
1: isn't that cr- like? That movie is so obscure and another podcaster actually heard me drop that reference in an episode and he's like, that's such a deep cut that you, you know, said that. And I was like, hey, you want to come on and review it? (laughs) Because (laughs) I didn't know anybody knew that movie.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, it is a deep cut in the 80s, but it's like, you know, there wasn't a lot of entertainment that was great then anyway.
1: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so back to Overboard. Now, this is uh, one that you wanted to uh, review. Yes. And what is your history with this movie?
0: So I didn't see it in the movie theater, and I don't know why I missed it in the movie theater because I saw the movies all the time in 1987, but I missed it. I It's one of those things I rented it when it was on, back then, VHS, and it made me laugh so hard. I played it and I replayed it, and I think I even had a late fee returning it. <laughs> And it's one of those movies when it came out, and it must have been like 1999 at the time, like something ridiculous, but I actually bought it. And I bought it on VHS. I bought it on DVD. And anytime it's on television, I have a hard time not watching it. It's just, it's like The Godfather or Star Wars. Like, it comes on, and I'm like, oh, I know this scene. And I just start watching it and I'm happy. Yeah. And it makes me laugh so hard.
1: It's definitely funny. I, I definitely remember this movie. Uh, we never owned it or anything, but I remember it being on TV a lot. And mm-hmm. when it would play on TV, I, I would watch it. So there were a lot of scenes that I still remember. Uh, mm-hmm. But now watching it as a grown-up, there are things I clearly missed, you know, since I was a child. Uh, but this is a movie that was also on my uh, list of movies to eventually review. Uh, because I would frequent Tarje. <laughs> and uh the the d v d would always call out to me like it's, yeah. it's it's always on the shelf, so it exists and uh so I'm glad that you uh, brought this up because I've been meaning to do it so for those that uh don't remember the premise of the the story here the um Goldie Hawn she plays joanna Staten who uh is very wealthy and she's married to uh grant and they dock in elk Cove oregon and uh while while they're there, she hires a carpenter, uh, played by Jack Burton, aka Kurt Russell, um, <laughs> and she doesn't pay him for the job. Ultimately, uh, long story short, she um, there's an evening where she falls off the boat uh, and gives amnesia, and then he uses this to his advantage by making her well, putting her to work to kind of compensate for the money that she never paid him, basically. And so, so we're just gonna kind of go, you know, th- not scene by scene, but just talk about like some of the scenes we liked and and, mm-hmm. and things like that. So, Kurt Russell, are you a fan?
0: Oh my God, who's not a fan of Kurt Russell?
1: He was pretty <laughs> handsome in this movie.
0: He's not even just handsome, but he has like a twinkle in his eye. Mm-hmm. It, it's just every role he does, you know, if it's it, it's uh. uh What's the hockey movie? All of a sudden, Miracle. Ah, uh, yes. He plays Herb Brooks. Like I'm a huge uh, fan of the 1980 hockey. You know, the the Olympics, the the America winning the Olympics that year. Um, the hockey, I'm I would I'm old enough to remember that. And Her Brooks was a big deal in my house. And when they said it was Kurt Russell, I was like, Oh, I don't know. And he was so good. <laughs> good movie. He's good at it's a good movie, and he's always so good in everything he does. Like I said, he has that little twinkle in his eye that's always fun. Even if he's playing a you know, a rascal. I mean, he's doing something wrong. I mean, he's basically kidnapping a woman and taking advantage of her. Yeah. But he has that little, you know, dimples and everything. I'm like, ah, oh, well. She screwed him over. It's even.
1: <laughs> yeah, the hair. He's got very nice hair.
0: He's beautiful hair.
1: Yeah. Uh, now, uh, Joanna and and Grant. Uh, do they say why they're docking here in uh, Elk Cove?
0: Oh my God, you're you're getting me there. You know, I don't remember why they were traveling someplace.
1: Yeah, I I don't think that's important, but I was curious because I kind of missed it while taking notes, but um. The, the, this is a very unusual relationship, uh, the, or the marriage, I, I guess. Uh, they probably don't have sex, or not no, very much of it.
0: It's a marriage of convenience. I mean, it's definitely a case of like they both had the right last name and their parents yeah. approved. Um, thankfully, they don't have kids. You know, yeah. They, they they clearly don't love each other. I mean, it's, it's like I said, just a marriage of a convenience.
1: I thought it was so funny when he drops the line saying like, oh, I, I don't know how you have your period every week. You know, so clearly she always <laughs> turns them down. <laughs> That's how bad it is with them.
0: <laughs> That's Edward Herman, by the way.
1: Right. Yep. Who
0: played, uh, he was in The Lost Boys. He's the guy that like protects the vampires in The Lost Boys.
1: And also uh, Richie Rich's dad later on.
0: I never saw that, but yeah. Ah. Yeah. And he's he he passed away last year I think it was. Oh,
1: no kidding. I didn't I did yeah. not see that. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah, he was always in the history. He has one of those amazing voices. He he did a ton of voiceover work and stuff. Yeah. Okay. He's very funny in this.
1: Yeah, he is. Uh Elk Cove. Uh, I had to look it up because I'm from Oregon. I'm from Portland.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I was like, how far is Elk Cove? And it's actually not too far. It's probably about I'd say about an hour and a half. Uh, It's over by Mount Hood, which is uh, you know kind of a ski resort kind of thing that we got over here, and Mm -hmm. and I looked it up and it's a popular backpacking area uh, along the Timberline Trail. So that's kind of cool that it's actually in you know in my backyard essentially.
0: It's beautiful up there, isn't
1: it? Very nice, yeah. Because it threw me off because I was like, where is there a body of water? Like you know where are they? So I'm thinking it's the Columbia River, which separates Oregon and Washington. So that's what I'm thinking.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll take your word for it. Okay.
1: Uh, <laughs> so, what do you think about this closet that? Um, oh,
0: the closet that the, he builds her a closet to put her shoes, to store her shoes. And she she think it's amazing. I mean, the, the way his carpentry and his skills, you know, you turn a lever and like part of it goes back and then part of it goes forward and you can look at all the shoes. And then, what does she say? Like, why isn't it cedar? Like, yeah, is
1: it like oak or cedar? It's yeah. It's one yeah. or the other. Like, she one didn't even tell other. him.
0: Yeah, but she was upset. She goes, Well, what about moths? He goes, Well, you're not going to get a lot of moths on the water, but I'll change it. But you have to pay for it. And she says, I'm not going to pay for it. And that's when she tosses him overboard first. Mm-hmm. Like he falls and then she throws his tools. She's being a total bitch, let's be honest. Yeah, like sh- yeah. she's not a nice person. Uh, she's, she's, oh, and she's there with her mother. Like they're all in this very fancy yacht. Her mother, Edith, is traveling with them. And they have that incident. And then um, so he falls overboard, right? Yes, and then he and then he, you know, he takes off, and that's when we find out he has three sons. Uh, four. Four sons. Sorry.
1: A little one, and, an old one, and twins. I and think, twins. I think they're
0: twins. They're all around the same age.
1: She she does call one of them twin when she was like making PB and J. She's like, hey, twin or something like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and one of the boys is Jared Rushton. He plays Charlie. He was in the movie Big with Tom Hanks.
1: Oh right, yeah, and wasn't he also in? Pet cemetery, or is that a different kid?
0: Oh, he might have been. I haven't seen that in a while.
1: Yeah, but no, he he was a um, uh, Tom Hanks friend. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he was his best friend. I yeah.
1: recognized him right away.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, it's, I if you listen to the commentary or like the, the they do like a a look back on the movie and they said Gary Marshall said who knows if it's true. He's a good storyteller, but he said a lot of women said they asked for that kind of a closet in their home or on the their yachts because mm. it was so cool.
1: I want one. Me too. <laughs> I don't have a lot of shoes, but I... I have a lot
0: of sneakers. I'm a fitness instructor, so uh-huh. that would be that'd be good for me.
1: There you go. Um, th- there's a bit of a scene with Roddy McDowell, who plays Andrew, which is uh, mm-hmm. the butler, and she's really mean to him. Uh, she's
0: very nasty to him, and uh, I love Andrew.
1: Apparently, apparently he packed like some cheap caviar, according to her, anyway.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so we get to see she's really mean and. Um, that's going to set up something a little bit later on uh, in the movie. But uh, Roddy McDowell, clearly you're familiar with him.
0: Of course, Planet of the Apes.
1: Yeah, which I I don't think I knew that that was even, him. I mean, cause Right, you don't see all his that face. makeup. Right, right,
0: right, right. right. So,
1: but uh, I think the first time I saw Roddy McDowell, I I, I almost want to say he was in an episode of Quantum Leap.
0: He might have been. I, I, I'm pretty good Quantum Leap person too I know yeah. I know a lot of those episodes but wasn't he in fright night or was that somebody else
1: I you know you might be right I've seen fright night once I've seen oh, both of the them best. once, the remake and the original
0: oh the, uh, the, the the original is fantastic
1: yeah uh the episode I think that he might have been in in quantum leap is when Sam leaps into al for a uh some some kind of uh, trial kind of thing about somebody like a, a commander's wife was was killed
0: Oh, that. Oh, wow.
1: And, uh, and Al disappears, and in his place is a man named Sin- Sinchen, you know, which is, I guess, St. John in in the UK. But uh, I think that's Roddy McDowell. Oh, I'm so, i got to look
0: that up. I'll look yeah. that up. Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm a big Quantum Leap fan myself.
0: Oh, I love that show. <laughs> that was great the show. best show. Yeah.
1: Scott, Scott Bakula or Kurt Russell? I mean, I, I know they're kind of different guys there, but... Who would I do? Yeah, sure, sure. Why not? <laughs> Who would you do?
0: Oh, Kurt Russell.
1: Yeah, the, is it the blue eyes? You know,
0: it's one of those f-marry kill things. Right. <laughs> like you marry Scott Bakula. <laughs> you f and kill Kurt
1: yeah. Russell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's such a nice guy, that Scott Bakula. Like I. Guess, yeah,
0: and I smart and everything. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've always heard good things about him. Um uh, w- one of the other podcasts I do called the Back to the Future: The Animated Series podcast. Uh, my co-host is Albie from the Quantum Leap podcast, and he's actually interviewed Scott Bakula, and he just sounds like a you know the greatest human being.
0: Oh, that's so cool! I gotta listen to that podcast.
1: Yeah, check it out. They they go episode by episode, and they do a lot of research, and they get a lot of interviews from people uh, on on the episode that they you know review. So.
0: Oh, that's so cool.
1: Yeah. So uh let's talk about dean's BF, uh, BFF, Billy oh
0: uh, big bad Billy Pratt,
1: yeah, what do you think about Billy
0: I love Billy Pratt. I thought he was hilarious and he's so funny. he has the best lines in the movie
1: he does, and he he has a pretty good one later on now didn't they say so they're old friends, right right but but Billy, I mean not Billy uh Dean keeps saying he's new in town. I, I don't I don't quite understand that. Did did he move there because Billy is there and that's how they go back. But yet he's new in town. I, I That's a little little weird to me. I, I didn't quite understand. that You know,
0: that. I don't I've never really thought about that dynamic.
1: OK. OK. I just thought because it, it seemed like they were hitting us over the head uh, with him being new because he mentions it to Joanna in the beginning of the movie as well.
0: Right, that they're new in town. Well, what, yeah. the wife left him, or they—he and the wife got divorced. Uh, I
1: think he—I think he told. What is it? The principal that she passed away three years ago.
0: But, oh, but I thought I she left them.
1: Um, I think. Well, unless he lied, so so I'm not sure, but I, I remember three years sticking out.
0: Uh, oh, with, okay. Because
1: because she, uh, the woman, she comes running out of the house because I guess they were tormenting her or something. Right, right. That's the scene where he's like, "Oh, but you know, I get uh, nannies all the time and whatever the lines are." But she asks, "Like, where is the Mrs. Prophet? And I, I thought that he said that she passed away three years ago.
0: Uh, no, I thought she left them. But
1: hmm. wow. That that could be because that that would make sense. That line that uh, Annie uh, tells the boys later that moms don't leave or something like right,
0: that. Right, right. That's or, what I thought that, it was. That, that
1: does make more sense. Yeah. Um, one of my uh, favorite scenes is when Dean goes to pick her up at the hospital.
0: <laughs> is that Rape? Rape Price? Yeah.
1: From, from are, are,
0: Family Feud. Is that oh, was that his name?
1: I don't. I don't know that guy.
0: Oh, yeah, that was there's was, the guy that was on. It's actually really sad. There was a guy that was on Family Feud for many, many years. He was really popular and he wound up killing himself. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's one of the, the ones there that's like the not a sheriff, but he's, you know, somebody on site that it's like passing him along. And it's like, hey, he's good looking. He's clean. He likes you. Well, just go and try him out. That kind of thing. Oh, I don't believe it. He could be some stranger off the street. Well, he seems to like you, and he's a nice guy. He's good looking.
1: Clean. thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, so uh, I don't know if they're just trying to get her to leave because they don't even ask. Well, they ask for like some kind of proof, and all all he knows is the the uh, the, the little birthmark she's got.
0: The birthmark on her butt cheek. This is pre-internet, kids. I yeah. mean, this is like. There is no fact checking going on here. They're not even checking her like her fingerprints. Like really, there's like nothing that you could do yeah, like no to find
1: identification. this
0: one. No identification. She she falls off the boat. She has no ID on her. She. I love that scene where she's in the room and she says to that woman, "Eat your checkers." Yes. <laughs>
1: That's a pretty good
0: line. Goldie lie. on is hilarious in this movie. Goldie Hawn is fantastic. She's great. She. She's great.
1: Her she and sells her daughter, it. They're, they're very, you, you know, I never looked up to see if, uh, how old.
0: Oh, Kate Hudson?
1: Kate Hudson, yes. I, I didn't look up to see how old she is now. But... She's like
0: 36 or something. Oh,
1: is that right? Okay, because uh, yeah. Goldie Hawn was 41 in this movie. So oh, wow. So just a few years apart uh, at this time.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, Goldie Hawn's yeah. amazing. And she it was... does. They both do. They have great, she has great comic timing.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, let's see. So the other thing about this uh, hospital scene is before Dean even got there, I think Grant came by too. And he was just like, mm, you know what, you guys can keep her. I, I don't know who that yeah. is. <laughs> so he leaves her. and
0: He leaves her. He's a bastard.
1: Yeah, for the rest of the movie, you know, we'll go ahead and say that now, that uh, he's partying with younger women on the yacht.
0: Right. One of them is named tofuti
1: Tofuti which, yeah, he likes to whisper into the sh- sh- shell. Yeah.
0: And I have a really good friend, one of my best friends, Brandy. This is our favorite movie, and she call- I call her Tofuti and she calls me Katarina, and that plays later in the movie. <laughs> it's like yeah. we say that to each other when we, we send Skype messages. I say, tofuti are you there?
1: Oh, that's funny. I don't have yeah. anything like that, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, on the way home, I like how uh, Dean puts her in the back of the truck, and like she swallows a bug at one I point. I swallowed a bug. <laughs> yeah, so she she goes home and basically becomes his slave for the time being.
0: Yeah, well, she's a yeah, she's a housewife, not paid, not treated with a lot of respect. He has four bratty kids, a dog or two dogs. Um, it's this house that's completely dilapidated. Uh, yeah, that needs it definitely needs a woman's touch or just some somebody paying attention to things. You get the feeling like Dean really works a lot. And when he comes home, he just wants to be a friend to his kids. He doesn't really want to parent so much because it's really hard. And so things kind of fall by the wayside and the mother's just not present and whether she's dead or she just left. I, you know, like I said, for me all this time, I always thought she just left. Maybe you're right. Maybe she passed away. But anyway, the, the situation is just like, so she's, you know, sleeping on the couch (laughs) And he doesn't force himself on her. I mean, there's certain things like he doesn't humiliate her like that, but he does want her to pay a little bit of penance for ripping him off. So, like she threw his tools in the water and everything. Yeah,
1: he he was probably unable to recover those. I mean, the uh, yeah. toolbox yeah. it went down to the bottom of the river.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So that's that's money right there. Um, do you do you like basketball?
0: I like it fine.
1: <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to give a little shout out to uh, Travis, who uh, I believe is the the older brother. He's yeah. wearing a uh, Portland Trailblazers t-shirt and hat.
0: Oh, very cool.
1: So, yeah, I caught that. I was like, huh, oh, see, so, yeah, that makes sense. They're in Oregon, and, you know, that's not too far from, from Portland. So, cool. That, that's nice that they were to uh, add that in. Shout out. Yeah. So, uh, we know that she lacks experience in cooking, clearly. Mm-hmm. And uh what do you think about her PB and J skills?
0: I don't remember now. You're you're putting me to shame. Oh,
1: sorry. No, it it's very weak. Her PB and J game is very weak. She <laughs> she can't even really like uh spread the the peanut butter very well on the on the bread and it's it's just a mess. A complete well, mess.
0: Well, here's the thing. Because the funny thing is that like she's she's never had to do anything for herself. She's always been pampered, and here she is like not only having to do something, but she has to do everything, and she has to do it all at once every single day. Yes. So she doesn't know how to do laundry. She doesn't know how to take care of the dogs. She doesn't know how to do anything. She's completely exhausted by all of it. And then what happens? Like she gets the oh that's oh yeah. So she's yeah. So she's she gets the the moment she gets the rash. She gets um.
1: Oh, the poison oak.
0: Poison oak. Yeah, the boys give her a hard time too. The boys take advantage of her. They all do. They all do. They all do. But Big Belly Pratt actually, at one point, is sort of like, you know, you got to stop at some point. You can't really. You got to tell her the truth at some point. Billy has a big heart.
1: He does. Yeah. Um, There was a a bit of a cleaning montage, which Mm -hmm. uh, you know every eighties movies have a montage. Sure. Sure. Did you have a uh, a favorite uh, sequence in that montage? of uh, some type of chore she was doing.
0: You know, I've liked, uh, I actually liked it better, like when she was starting to be better at what she did. Okay. And and the boy, the one boy that liked to invent things, and he invented the thing, like every time you flush the toilet, the the blinds went up in the bathroom. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she just kind of was like, oh, okay. I <laughs> just want to be encouraging, even though it makes no sense. <laughs> it's not useful. Yeah, but that's that a very really- bright kid. Yeah, I remember she And also there was a scene I love that um, she's cooking like the and Billy comes over and they're all watching sports and on TV and he just treats her like a slave. Hey, get more beer, get more of that. And the boys glued the bottom of the cake pans or the yes. cake plates. And so she's bringing in some cake and she's stuck. The, the plates are stuck to her hands. And they're all laughing at her. And she's like saying, Dean, do something about this. And Dean doesn't know. You know, Dean's sort of laughing it off. So she goes out and she grabs a fire hose and she brings it into the house. And she just douses everybody with the fire hose. And she's yeah. screaming, fire, fire,
1: fire. <laughs> I
0: love that scene.
1: That's probably one of the first times they actually really start bonding as a family too.
0: Yeah, Exactly. And-
1: I like how she was looking at Billy. He's like, why is he staring at me? And Dean's like, oh, (laughs) he used to be your boyfriend in high school.
0: He's always making up stuff. Like he makes the pictures and he puts her face on pictures. He goes, oh, I used to be fat. I used to, what did you say? I used to be a fat something something. Fat and
1: short. Yeah, short and fat. I don't understand how she she was in the
0: Navy. Oh,
1: right. She was in the Navy. (laughs) Because she was asking like, why was she in the ocean or something?
0: Right. um, How did she know so many languages? And he's like, oh, you were in the Navy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, now I was wondering how come she didn't notice like those pictures, those doctored pictures of her, like they, those were the ones that were just taken shortly after she was found. Like,
0: I, you she know. doesn't question very much. No, she doesn't. And it doesn't seem like her family looks for her very hard either. I mean, her mother was there. If my, if that happened to me, my mother would be calling everybody, every news station. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, Grant clearly doesn't care.
0: Right. Grant doesn't care.
1: Uh, another scene I really like is when uh, you, you kind of touched on it is when the, the po- poison oak, but it's when mm-hmm. she discovers it is when she was called to school because of the boys. And she really gives the the principal the business there.
0: I love that scene where she yeah. tells her off. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. The, boy, the boys are sitting there and they're itching and they're scratching. And, and she's like, hey, my kids need medical attention. You're just sitting there being pious and smug and all this stuff. And she takes them out of the room and they listen to her. And then he comes home and then she's covered in poison oak and he lets her sleep in the bed and he sleeps on the couch. And so there's that like that dynamic is shifting and now Annie's starting to run the house.
1: Yeah. And that, that leads uh, them into that talk that they have later on that evening. And he's like, it was none of your business. And she's like, of course it is. They're my kids.
0: Right, 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 right. And then, he goes, <laughs> and then it turns out Dean's working like multiple jobs to try to pay the rent. Like yeah. they're, they're, there's not as much work. And that's when she gets it's kind of a soft heart because she thinks he might be playing around, but right. he, you know, he has a, he has a, he's shoveling fish guts. Is that what it is at night?
1: Yeah. Something like that. So something pretty gross, uh, Really gross. She yeah. she uh like has a suspicion because he says he's going bowling, but he like forgot his ball at home. Yes, yes. Second. He left yeah. a bowling
0: bag at home.
1: Yeah, so it was it was pretty sad, you know, and she 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 sells it, you know, the yeah. look on her face.
0: She has a great face.
1: She does, she's very pretty.
0: She's very pretty, but she has like those great eyes and stuff, very expressive.
1: Yeah. Let me see, so Dean was gonna tell her the truth, but he doesn't, but instead tells her that it's her birthday.
0: Yes, yeah. yes.
1: And I really like it when she's like, well, how old am I? And he says, 29, you know, and <laughs> clearly, you know, it was a very cute moment. It's a
0: nice thing to do. It's a nice thing to say. Yeah. yeah. And they're bonding and they're in love. And that's when they first make love. Is yeah. That night.
1: Now, yeah. now watching it as uh, an adult, what are your thoughts on uh, them having sex? But, you know, the the fact that she's not really his wife, you know, she clearly, clearly thinks, something different of this, uh, this, this marriage, you know, that that's actually
0: fake. Well, she doesn't know it's fake. I mean, she right. thinks, but he knows it's fake. Yeah. It's weird. It's, it's a, it's a morally questionable <laughs> by a long story. This is Gary Marshall, by the way. I mean, sure. a few years <laughs> later, he directed pretty woman and right. we're all supposed to think that it's great that a hooker you know, <laughs> can, can meet a millionaire and her life can change in a week. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well you know, I
1: I believed it. I saw it on TV. That you believe things you see on TV, Marco,
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah. And Gary Marshall doesn't dive too deep. He keeps it pretty superficial in a great way. Yeah. Very entertaining. I mean, he he was a part of Happy Days, which when I was a kid was like my, my favorite show in the world, and Morgan Mindy and he, he he likes fun and he likes frivolity and he's not that deep. So we <laughs> just have to accept like there's not much damage going on here.
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah. The next one I want to, uh, next thing I want to talk about is when um, Annie finds her panties with the initial J S, yes, yes, in, yeah, yes, in the glove yes. compartment.
0: Because her name is Joanna Staten. and he had like that, that. those are her panties. He finds them because he's borrowing, by the way, like Billy's uh, girlfriend's van or truck. Like, she's so, like, down-to-earth now. Like, she doesn't, you know, she's very cool and whatever. But she finds the panties, and she's following him around. And Kurt Russell's trying to explain her like, your name is Joanna. You're not Annie. And she just doesn't believe him. Yeah. And then she shows it to Billy, and then Billy said, those were my panties. And she kind of steps away for <laughs> right. a second. And then he says, no, no, no. He said, I love not this not line. It's not like I wear He's, them. <laughs> not like I wear them. He says, I got lucky with one of them phone-for-sex gals, and they took a check. <laughs> I, Which is like, what?
1: I wonder if I that was improv. To it's, it's I don't a, know.
0: It's just phone for sex gals. Like, yeah,
1: it's, it's pretty great.
0: And she said, She's like, oh, okay. And he said, I'm sorry, Danny. I got horny. Do you forgive me? And she <laughs> says, Yes. I love that. I'm so, I'm cracking up right now. That makes me laugh every single time. Yeah,
1: it's it's pretty great. I mean, you just you just said it. Right there, the 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 whole addition of oh, I was just horny. Do you forgive me? I <laughs> Do mean, you forgive me? <laughs> I mean, that makes sense, right, Annie? I mean, it's my <laughs> and she's fault. like,
0: yeah, that makes total. And then he's even like, no, phone for sex, gals. don't take checks, honey. Come on, like he really's trying to be honest. With her. But she's going. So then they're they're building this this golf theme park. Yeah. And it's very, it's real MacGyvered together. It's like plywood and some like cheap paint and some kind whatever. Of
1: big Abraham Lincoln face. Too. Yes, yeah. yes,
0: yes. So the boys, it's very cute. You know, he he dedicates the park to her, and and they and all this stuff. And um, so, how does he find out? Uh, oh, so basically, the mother basically threatens Grant.
1: Yeah, give them like an ultimatum.
0: You know, find Joanna. She's not dead. She, she's out there. Find her. So Grant comes back. And so they just come back from that whole great day as a family. And she walks into the house. And as she walks into the house, she sees the limousine. She sees Grant. She goes, oh, hey, Grant. And she walks in the house. And then she comes back out again. she realizes, oh, my God. And she remembers who she was. And she immediately realizes she's been lied to. I don't know, what has she been there, a month, two months, three months, whatever. Something,
1: yeah. but Something. The, the look of betrayal on her oh, face. Oh, she's
0: so hurt.
1: Oof.
0: She's so hurt. And so she gets, because, you know, that's what you would do. You, she gets in the car with Grant to go back to the, and the boys are chasing after the car. And one of the kids oh. says, moms, don't leave. I know, that little yeah. face.
1: She doesn't even try to look at them. And how, no, because you kill how, her. How, yeah, it, it it even broke my heart when she me was too. like, well, let me go get my stuff. Comes back, it's like nothing in there is mine.
0: Right, right, you
1: know, and she's and then, right. Yeah, and then to add, top it off, the, the kids chasing after her in the limo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was it was rough, but they, everybody acted their ass off in that scene.
0: Yes, yeah. yeah, they really sold it. I totally agree with you. It's very heartfelt. So then it's what. So then we get back to the yacht, mm-hmm. and it's hilarious <laughs> because like they're all trying to like Joanne. All of a sudden, is very '80s, you know, prom dress kind of thing, like Dynasty collection outfit, like very over the top. And they're having, um, you know, drinks, and and there's the psychiatrist is on board, yes. you know, to, to, to like work with her, and she's now she's a lot more down to earth and normal. She doesn't want a, a cocktail; she wants a beer, you know. She wants to just kind of hang out, and 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 they're all like worried about her because all of a sudden she's not like the old Joanna. And I like the scene where it's it, it's like this quick take, but there she's in the bottom of the the ship and she's doing tequila shots yes. with, with like the whole crew
1: including andrew
0: yeah including andrew like she's teaching, teach him how to do tequila shots and they're and she's just showing how cool and fun and earthy and that's when andrew gives her these earrings and she says what is this and he goes oh don't you remember you told me andrew i lost these on 57th between fifth and sixth find it and she really then she, she's that's so sweet she just says oh my god i've never i've you've I've been so bad to you and you've always been so decent to me I'm so sorry and she really means it like yeah she, she really gets it and he and he of course is now like you know totally her pal and she says do you think I'm crazy and He says, no you had this great gift you got to see the world in a different way and that's when my favorite thing in the world is like the boys and Dean decide they're going to go out and get her and so they get the Coast Guard together because Billy has Coast Guard buddies. Right. And they, go- and they just go out to this yacht. <laughs> I of <love> the. <that. laughs> and I love it. She goes and she sees it. And the- all of the men are like, she, her up there with their, their binoculars, like looking at the ship at the same time. And I just love that scene. It's it a great makes- scene. It's so great. That whole thing is great. And there's one boy that tries to talk like Pee Wee Herman all the time. Right. And- yeah. <laughs>
1: so uh, Joey. Joey, I want to say here. Or- Oh, That's I can't. It? Ah, but, I know. Uh, I, I do like at the end here where, you know, uh, we find out that, that all the money is hers, right? Yes, yeah. yes, yes, so, yes. All the
0: boys are doing their Christmas lessons. Yeah, see,
1: as <laughs> when I was a kid, I didn't get the scene when they're like, how do you spell Porsche? And they're like, hmm, <laughs> I didn't understand what was going on because I didn't find the scene funny. But, you know, watching as, as an adult, they're like, oh, how are we going to take advantage of this? We're going to have mom <laughs> buy us a Porsche, you know, so... <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's why I like going back and watching some of these because like I you know completely forget uh, some oh, of these jokes yeah. that go over your head.
0: Yeah, yeah, something happens. Yeah, it's it's all at a different level. Or you accept something when you're younger and then you watch it again and you're older, like, actually, that's kind of messed up. Like, what <laughs> what he's Dean is doing is actually really not good. Right. You know, but so it's like, like Pretty Woman. Like, everybody kind of got caught along with it. Like, yay, because Julia Roberts is so winning and Richard Gere. And then years later, you know, you look at it, you're like, well, no, this is actually a really messed up story.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. it, and I, I thought it was really cute that he was like, well, you know, what, what can I get you? You know? And
0: she says a little girl. Yeah.
1: And I, I had to think about, it. I was like, was Kate Hudson born already? And she was, she was already born. Of course she was. Yeah. yeah. So that would have been really cute if, uh, if you they know, did a
0: follow up to that. Yeah. Something like
1: that. Yeah. You know, that maybe she was like still a baby and they kind of worked that into the story kind of thing. Yeah. Was, yeah. It was really good.
0: It was really good. You like you root for them. It's like it's a it's a very fun ending, and it's uh, yeah, I love this movie. I could watch it. Like I said, it comes up on like TNT or TBS. Like it, it it's always shown because it's just always enjoyable.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is really good. Uh, what we do at the end of the review, we just give a five star rating, one through five, and you can do halvesies or what have you. Uh, but since you're the guest, why don't you go ahead and go first? Oh, it's five. It's a five. Oh,
0: it's <laughs> you know a what? five.
1: I'm, I'm jumping on that boat with ya, you. Yeah. You know, so uh, it, you know, it, Usually a five out of five is a perfect movie, but this is this is a great fun movie. I have no issues with it at all, despite what Dean does with Joanna. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it's not without flaws, but I think it's so charming, including the flaws.
1: Yeah, and do you I, know what I, I mean? Yeah, and I'm not saying that she was such a b that she deserved it, but you know, she like kind
0: of was. She, she
1: was. <laughs> but I, I don't think she deserved what happened. Like, no, you know, no, but, no. But it's 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 fine. It's a comedy romance, you know. And, so I had a lot of fun, and I can't wait to buy this movie
0: oh it's such a fun movie to have and it's one of the ones like it's also one of those movies you ever like you're in a bad mood you need to be cheered up you know you want to you want to watch something that doesn't remind you anything about your life you just want to the, a feel-good movie. A feel-good This is a feel-good movie for me.
1: Absolutely. The, the ending, that's, that's a feel-good movie. It's awesome. You know, it tugs at the heartstrings a little bit in a couple scenes. Uh-huh. Gives you all the feels, you know. Uh, all Bill- the
0: feels. Yep. Billy
1: is such a great character. Love uh, Billy. The boys are great. Yep. You know, Goldie Hawn, you mentioned it. She's great as both yeah. Annie and Joanna. And Kurt Russell. She's just a manly of a man.
0: Yeah. it's the, It's all you need.
1: That's it. So why don't you go ahead and give your uh, contact information again for, for your podcast and, you know, where listeners can find uh, the show and you online.
0: Thank you so much. So, yeah, we're Book versus Movie. If you, Wherever you find your podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever, just go to the search button, type in Book versus Movie Podcast, you'll find us. We also have an old-timey website, com, if you want to interact with us. Actually, we have email now. Isn't that exciting? Yay. So- Yay. So it's book versus movie podcast at com. Just spell it all out. And if you have suggestions for book to movie translations, please let us know. We're always looking. Um, we're on facebook.com forward slash book versus movie. That's where we put a lot of cool extra stuff like we have to do there. And on Twitter, book versus movie, just spell it out. And I'm always on Twitter. So please reach out.
1: All right, and again, I'll include all of those in the show notes for uh, you, the listener, to check out. So I mentioned a couple of shows that I do, Hydrate Level 4, which you're listening to, and Original Remake. Both can be found at followingfilms.com. I do a list show with my co-host, Devin, at com, and that show is called We Got 5. And also, I do the uh, Back to the Future, the animated series podcast, which I also had mentioned, that can be found at baronspace.com. If anybody is a fan of Full House, well, I covered Fuller House with Devin, and that is on our sister podcast called TV Ate My Brain. So if you just like my Facebook page, Hydrate Level 4, I post all of my episodes on that page. So uh, give me a like, and if you want to Uh, tweet at me i'm very active on twitter it's at hlf podcast so until the next episode for margo i'm peter and this is hydrate level four